Schwartzy! <laughs> I live for that. You're the only one that calls me that. Schwartzy! <laughs> happy Monday morning. Happy, happy day. The old sun's come streaming in the window. So, life's pretty good. Life in my neck good. of the woods. It's good here, here, too. It's drying a popcorn fart, though, here. <laughs> it ain't good. It, uh... We need rain, and they say. So these weather apps, they're kind of they're they're good at marketing and branding too, and keep us interested. So they uh, they dangle chances of rain, you know, ten days out, and as we get closer, it dwindles down to nothing. But they keep the rain chance ten days out, and they say we're gonna have rain next week. So I hope, I hope like hell we do. It it's chancing around, and it's starting to rain a little bit. So not here, but I see thunderstorms popping up the size of your hat. So around the west texas area so hope we get some rain that'll be good it'll be good busy week in your country isn't it pretty much you get a whole bunch of rain yeah i mean it it it, it, where i grew up we got a or salt flat the first nine years we'd get nine nine inches a year and uh that's pretty damn exciting the night we got it all <laughs> it, was, it was lots of rain. <laughs> Get rain once a year. Mid on here it comes. Yep. Yeah, that's here it comes. Well, we get nine inches a year, it's a, but it's a spritz at a time. Usually, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Well, my mic volume you know, is it still okay? Yeah, I still hear you. Right. It, okay, uh, your internet is uh got you where I can't see you, but that's okay. I don't need you. I can. You can't see me at all. Uh, or I'm fuzzy. No, it's got you blocked out. Huh. Wow. Okay. Well, so it's like a, I'm like you. everybody else. We're just having to listen to you. Well, yeah, of course you can't see old fuzz up see, there on the chair. I can see you loud and clear. Loud and clear. Oh. I'm a Starlink user. Me and me and Erlon, Elon. Not Erlon. What's his name? Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm supporting him. Poor guy. He's probably struggling with the electric bill. So i got to help him out. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I haven't checked in. <laughs> I'm not sure if we got that available in our neck of the woods. We're kind of a remote place in the world. <clears throat> but, uh, I think it was. So, so it's all supposed to be a satellite, right? And, uh, and yeah. I know there are certain spots. Like it was, it was available in areas before ours but but now it's available in ours and it, it's kind of cool it does that all off satellite and uh it's it stays pretty good internet it's dang sure it's good it's not as good as fiber optic but which my mom and dad in the middle of nowhere Sheffield. you know population 10 they have fiber optic wow hmm. yeah we've got we got the fiber optic we're we're in a place for whatever reason you have fiber back optic? in the valley where they ran the ran the wire. So are you are you on fiber optic? Yeah. Well, it's a, the phone line and stuff. I guess that's fiber optic, ain't it? Maybe not. I don't know. Not. Well, you're probably not on dial up, which is the old no. phone line stuff. But yeah. but a fiber optic, yeah, it should be like blitz and fast. Yeah. Mm. I might have to check on it here sometime when I. Have a spare moment. So, how's your time journaling coming along? 
Well, we welcomed welcomed Eli into the shop this Monday morning, his first day for time journaling, and, and poor fella, he's having a time journal for me, and uh, the whole deal, I'm making him time journal what he's doing too, and, and uh, it's it's going, you know, uh, uh, I think initially there was some huge revelations by looking at it, like, oh my gosh, I'm spending my time here doing this or doing that, and it just kind of, I knew where I was, but it, it damn sure made me look at it and realize it, and uh, the next chapter of the book will be, uh, okay, I came up with these ideas to begin with. Now, where do I go from here with it, right? And I'm not sure what those next steps will be. But it definitely got uh, Eli in the shop for me, hired him, and away we go. So now it's going to be an evaluation of... Is it working? I think is the next step of the deal. Is 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 it working? And do I need to make adjustments here or there to 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 make it work? But um, I don't know. Probably will. It's a you, you grow into a job, right? You got to be able. It, it yeah. takes a while to grow into it. You're growing into it as an employer. He's growing mm-hmm. into it as an employee. And uh, well. It, and even growing into the time journaling deal, right? I mean, Eli is just one facet of the time journaling. It's it's how I'm spending my time, how he's spending his time, and and uh, you know what are we what are we accomplishing with this? And I and I think that's what time journaling does is it just gives us knowledge of are we reaching our goals or are we not? Right? It 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 puts the numbers down there in front of us to say, hey, is this working? Is it not? So. Or if we realize it's not, then where are we going to make adjustments to make those goals? And uh, my goal is somewhere between 30 minimum to 40 hours a week of billable hours. And Eli's here to help me accomplish that. Um, Is it his, like, so today I leave it around 2 o'clock to go to Clifton to the Bosque Art Center to give a talk tonight. Um, which is awesome. That's great for the marketing and branding. It's not helping that 40 hours a week. And so by me journaling these things down, I can turn back and look. So, gosh, dang, I'm not poor Eli. You know, I hired Eli and I'm not getting my 40 hours. Well, it's not Eli's fault. I'm going to to do this talk today. So it, it puts blame where blame needs to be. It's not on Eli and help me uh, realize where I'm spending my time and how that's all working. So. I hate accepting blame. Oh yeah! Every time I point my finger, that I got three fingers pointing back at me, pisses me off. It's usually my fault. I was riding horses too. It was usually pilot error. He was doing exactly like I told him. I just didn't know I was telling him to do that. <laughs> my head horse is ducking. Well, yeah, your left hand's hung over on the <laughs> taking him over there. He's doing exactly well. as you're cueing him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm very I'm very uh, anxiety averse. I just I, my <laughs> anxiety whole adult adverse. Life, I, What's that mean? I found ways to resolve anxiety, to chill, you know. To oh, and so this this whole mm-hmm. journaling is is creating tension. It's creating tension for me. I don't. Like <laughs> and, uh, but I've come to realize that without it. I'm not going to be able to resolve some other stuff. So, hey. so 
all on the other right. side of that anxiety. So, but, but one of the things I am doing is I'm starting to code my time on stuff that, especially with you and TJ hiring somebody and stuff to figure out, okay, what are the, some of the things that I'm doing that anybody could do? And I've never really yeah. analyzed it that way. Because that's taken yeah. away from your billable hours big time. And yeah. like you said many, many times, you're, you're trying to open up your schedule to get do what you do best yeah. and, and where you get paid the best or you get rewarded the best. And, and so, um, example, I think two days ago, I boxed up this pair of saddlebags, had to go to Georgia, and, and I, I'll bet I spent... 45 minutes lab, getting a label mm -hmm. printed and all boxed up and everything. And as to say nothing about the amount of time it took to t take it into town. Well, you could have that cat over there behind you just about do that. You think Fuzz would be able to do that? Yep. <laughs> well, Fuzz can't, but Eli did a wonderful job yesterday. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you another level of stress that... Um, that was it, it, not stress, but something that I thought about in the past is, is I'd come in here in the mornings and, and I had a, I sold a DVD yesterday and then had some rows to, that I'd cut for, for a friend and, and, uh, they needed to be shipped out. Well, so I get all that stuff boxed up, which is the time you're talking about. And it is, it's 30 minutes. And, uh, Eli journaled it yesterday. I don't know how long it took him to do it, but it's, it's 30 minutes of my time, the time I clock out and clock in and all the yada, yada, you know? So, uh, he boxed all that up. And then the, the thing that would happen to me at the end of that boxing is, is Katie's pizza joint is next door to the, uh, next door to the post office. Well, we'll just send it with her. Well, it closes it. The post office closes at three forty-five. Sometimes she doesn't get to the pizza joint till four thirty or four, or who knows what all she's doing. And she has her own schedule. She doesn't need to be me clogging it up. But I would expect her to post to mail that stuff for me. I would. I'd ask her in the mornings, "Hey, can you do this for me?" Sure, I can do it for you. I'd be happy to. Well, then her life gets to rocking and rolling, and she doesn't get it done till the next day. Well, that would always create uh not tension between us but in my own mind i'm like gum! i told those people i was gonna mail it yesterday and it's not getting mailed till today well yesterday after lunch i said he like can you run this to the post office for me cost me 15 bucks right if it, if it took a whole hour for him to do that which it didn't but dude i'm happy i'm happy to pay you to, to drive any drive my vehicle go up there put that stuff in the mailbox and come back and it's done that's what that offered and so that that solved that other time element of going and getting it done or expecting somebody else to do something that i should be doing myself so um, are you you plumbed into click and ship with usps you got, uh you got i'm on there uh, not click and ship but i'm on stamps well, stamps.com same thing i don't know yeah same deal i I finally got that going. Of course, I need to probably get a scales so so I can weigh things out and yeah. go in there. And I got a late fancy label printer and stuff. So yeah, I that way it saves I, me a trip into town. Save somebody a trip into town. Just put it in the well, mailbox right here. And 
And like Eli didn't have to pay for nothing. He just handed it to him, got a receipt, right? So so that that was easy peasy. My website, so the DVD was sold on the website, and and uh, that'll create a shipping label for you there too. That on Shopify is where I have my website, and it'll do all the shipping and all that stuff, and and actually save you a little money, a little discount there with them. So uh, yeah, that that shipping's pretty easy. The only time uh, that it's a pain in the butt's international, and I have those occasionally. The website will do international, but you still have to. It's it's kind of a pain, but it works. It works. Well, hey, no hat right now. You can't see me wearing a hat. What's going on? You, tomorrow, well, okay, so, you know, uh, transparency, right? We're, we're recording this on May 4th. And this is going to be, what, 5th, 6th, 7th, the 8th, will it be posted? Is it May 8th? When's it? May 8th? Yep. Well, Friday, tomorrow... Last Friday, Cinco de Mayo. So y'all stay tuned to the hat that I have on in tribute to Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Eli, me and Eli were talking about this morning. He said, I got a hat for you. He said, I got a sombrero. I said, that's perfect. That'll fit the silly hat day. <laughs> so, that's yeah, right. check we out got, my Instagram. We got uh, Kentucky Derby on Saturday, don't we? Is it? I think so. First Saturday in May. That's well, Saturday. there you go. I, I always thought so. Mother's Day is the second second Sunday, I guess, huh? Fourteenth, yep. Yeah. Yep. But we got Western Heritage that, at the end of the week. No, oh, no, I know Cotton Picker. Hey, yeah. I I need to before I forget. I got hmm? I'm getting my TCA saddle. I'm thinking about getting started. I'm only two months late. Can I talk to you into getting me a pair of pair of flank buckles? Even though I didn't Son give you credit bitch. in the catalog last year, are you going to carry a grudge Turd. because of that? Well, I'm a grudge packing son of a buck. Oh, I know. So I, there's no absolutely no way I can say no. But now, <laughs> when the hell am I going to do it? <laughs> yeah, back cinch buckles, full size. Yep, full size this time. Okay. It takes you just as long to do a, a so you, little ones or as big ones, right? Isn't it? Oh, all yeah. All the same labor. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's all a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely will. So, and, I, and I'm about to tell you something that if I'd have said no, and then I tell you what I'm telling you now, well, that, that wouldn't have worked because I'm done with major piece number one. Just oh, wow. wrapped. I painted it this morning, so that'll be Patreon post. The Patreon post. Eli videoed me while I jabbered along. Talk about feel funny. Is uh, I'm used to talking on that phone and nobody staring back at me on the other side of it. So this morning he's videoing me, and I got to talk to. I got to talk to everybody like you. Yes, like and Eli's watching me talk to everybody. Talk to the wild blue yonder. It made me feel a little funny, but not that bad. But anyhow, yes, I, we, we painted it up. Wait, Let me see what I can do. I, uh, Chris Cheney down here in Idaho, he's, he's got some of that hardwood mm-hmm. hardware, and I, every once in a while I get down on my hands and knees and beg him to get some, some of that hardware. I'll, let me see if I can get some hard, hardwood buckles <clears throat> from him. Well, that, Shout out to Chris. That would he's be... doing 
He's a pretty handy guy down there. And uh, Man, he's a very handy guy. He's a hell of a bit in spur maker, too. Yeah, yeah. Not much he can't do, but uh, let me Good see. Guy. Well, that you just... give him a holler. That would be kind of fun to have uh, some of those hardwood design buckles on this saddle, too. That'd, be, that'd get you off the hook. Oh, yeah. That'd which... be awesome. Man, I love not being on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a text message. Who is it? Oh, that Rose. New. No. Must have been some notification on Facebook. Which, by the way, of course, I'm. I can't delete my or disconnect uh, whatever that my personal Facebook account because I checked on that. And I couldn't do it. Can't have a business page without having a personal page. Go figure that one out. So I, I was understand. I was I correct. I, yeah, well, I just Googled it, and it, that's what they told me, so I didn't yeah. bother. But it, I'm I'm just it's not going to spend as much time on there uh, trolling through all that stuff on there. I'm just not going to do it. Well, I'm, which is which is a, a product. I may not comment back on people like you said last week. I think you'd love to get those comments yeah. and stuff, man. It makes my day, but at the same time. Yeah. That's a time sink too. So, well, and I and I I got to tell you on the Facebook thing. So Eli's taking care of a lot of that stuff for me, I'm posting things, and and it still look has to look like it's coming from me. But he's spending the time uploading and typing all that stuff in, and I'm staying clocked in working, and he's I'm regurgitating what I want him to say. But but I got to tell you that there's um, I'm not I. I so pay that you you pay people to do that right professionals that know how to make the logarithm algorithm what do they call them go through the roof and get maximum amount of effort for your deal i don't know how to do all that and and like i wonder if we shouldn't be paying somebody to to take care of that stuff for us and yes it's still going to take us a little time because in my opinion it has to look like it's coming from us but if we hire a professional to do that, would we get more bang for your buck? And I just sit here and stumbled all over my words telling you I don't have time to build your back cinch buckles, which I do. But we got a lot of work, right? So I don't, I don't, and I don't know if I think it's around 600, 800,000. I'm sure it depends on who you are a month to, to take care of that social media stuff. But that might be one of those things that, you hire a professional, get a professional's job, you know, get professional quality out of it. And it might just help our marketing and branding even that much more. I, I don't know how to manage all that. But if the if the backlog just gets worse and worse, the only way we can control it is through price, right? And and so that means we're making more money, which is exactly what we're trying to accomplish as business people. So um, it may pay for itself. As we just have to have the courage to take advantage of it. Oh, it's, sure. it's a game. I can remember talking to Chris Iyer. He's a mule guy over here in Montana. Yeah. He's, he's had, he's got like 50,000 followers on Instagram. I don't think he's on Facebook, but uh, I was talked to him hmm. one time and, and I said, so how'd you get that pulled off? And not that I have any big goal of having 50,000 followers. I'm not sure. Like you said, what, <clears throat> what some Point, what is the point so but he said right. oh it's all all 
you game the system, you know, it's all online. You just Google, how do you do this? It comes down, it's a science of what time of day to post. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's, there's all of that kind of stuff. And, and then uh, boosting posts, you know, of course, that's the bizarre thing mm -hmm. is you got the you got these your Instagram and your business page. Ultimately, what you got to do is pay Meta Business or whatever Facebook, mm -hmm. so that your customer your your followers so called followers will see your stuff. You have mm -hmm. to pay them. You have to boost the posts in order for them to see. It. It's bizarre. You're giving me. You're giving me indigestion right now because I'm <laughs> I'm having to keep this bottled up. I'm it bothers the crap out of me. But I mean, I I get it. They're running a business too, right? I mean, that's all Facebook is. It's just a damn business, no different than you and I are. And uh, so I understand them trying to make money and and making money. I mean, they're doing a wonderful thing. I just, in my own mind, have expectations. If I have eighteen thousand people following me already voluntarily. Don't make me pay for them. I'll be happy to pay for the other 3 million, 300 million people in the United States. I'll be happy to pay for those people to try to get them to follow. But don't make me pay for the 18,000 that are already following me. That you that pisses earned. me off. Yes, you earned. earned. <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that, the whole thing, I mean, if you know, it's kind of a necessary evil, I suppose, if you're going to be in business and want visibility, want your want to be able to tell your story and I don't know, be able to get mm. people to show up to our show in the fall. I mean, it's all, all that kind of stuff. Get Patreon subscribers, whatever. Yeah. It's all crazy stuff nowadays. It's all changing right under our feet. Oh yeah. And it constantly changes. And that's why, I mean, our drawings, right? Me and you talk to drawings in our craft and your saddles, my bits and spurs. Um, that is changing right under people's feet, right? What you and I are doing, it's evolving, changing. What the TCA has created, the opportunities to learn. Um, me going to Emporia, Kansas in August, right? That's that's another two weeks of me piling on information and learn how to how to go. And and so the the how uh, the the casual observer of our crafts is going to look at us. I can't believe how fast bits and spurs are changing the saddles. Look at what they're doing. Look how expensive they're getting. Me and you, we're loving it. That's, that's our profession. That's what we do. I'm not going to keep up with Facebook and the rest of this crap as it changes underneath us. And that, so that goes back to my original deal. Why am I not paying somebody if I think it's important? And that's the question that I have to answer. If I think it's important to the marketing and branding of my business, is it important enough to pay a professional to get professional quality out of it? Or can I continue to do it half-ass like I'm doing now and and manage along? Is it good enough? Well, we already, and you know why I answer that question. Is it good enough? I shouldn't well, have said I know that. One thing, I'll be calling uh, somebody. Your, uh, the quality of your photography can't be overstated no the quality of photography you got to have really really good quality photography good lighting i have spent <clears throat> excuse me a little bit of time looking at some people some of them not even full-time craftsmen leather workers and stuff have this enormous following what are what are they doing mm -hmm. uh frequency i think of posting is, is a big part of it but pro to me it just 
from a 30 feet away, it looks to me like they got the photography thing figured out. The lighting and stuff is just outstanding. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's another that's another whole skill set, right? You got to have a, a skill set of you have to be a, it is. a professional photographer in order to pull this thing off. Well, and so you don't have to be a professional photographer, but you have to have one facet of knowledge that a professional photographer has. And that's the recipe to take the pictures of what it is that we do. I know how to take pictures of bits and spurs and professional photographers say, damn, really nice kid. Now they probably look at my equipment and say it could be a little bit better if you'd spend 5,000 on a camera instead of 500. But, but, um, uh, and they're right. But it, it's, uh, I've learned one aspect of their knowledge that I'm not a professional photographer, but I can, because I know the recipe, take pictures of bits and spurs. So that's really, honestly, that's all you have to do. I run Photoshop for what I want it to do, but I'm not a Photoshop genius. I'm not a CAD program genius. I just know what, it, I know how to run. I know how to do the things that I need it to do, right? And so don't let, don't let that bog you down thinking we got to be professional, totally rounded. Well, no, no, I don't, I can talk, I'm a professional bit and sperm maker and I know all the facets of that world, but not the rest of it. Yeah, you just have to know enough to get yeah. get you by, and that's that's me. I know just yeah. enough to get. Just enough. My problem is I can't seem to say no to the voices in my head. When <laughs> why don't we do a podcast? Then another well, whole set of it, of information and technology I got to find out to reach the minimum uh, requirement in order to pull it off. <laughs> Well, and and you run it through the filter, right? You run it through the filter of what we're trying to accomplish. Um, I'm here to be a professional bit and spur maker. I'm here to build high-end, one-of-a-kind pieces and and to maximize those efforts um, from a business standpoint as much as I can and also from a creative standpoint, right? So so make as, make as good a business as I can, make a good living, but also recreate the things I want. So to, to turn into a production maker... Yeah, that's make a good living. But that's not that's not me making high end one off pieces. So out the window. Um, that that so you just run everything through filters, and those voices come up and say, "Hey, does this help or does it not?" And, and I haven't answered that question on the professional social media hire. Right? I haven't answered that question yet. Is it's in there? And I've been thinking about it, but does it does it ultimately build where I want to go? And and afford it? Right? Can I afford it? So, so I think usually we can afford it because no, go ahead. Well, I, all of this I think can fall under an umbrella. We talked about this before, and that is an attitude of abundance. And what does that look like? Yeah. From a distance, looking on. Yeah. What does the attitude of abundance look like? And I have to give uh, Dr. Adrian Kittridge up in Cascade, Montana. Went to a workshop it was actually a rawhide graders workshop she did here in town it's been a few years back and got acquainted with her a little bit and she's uh she's i call i called her later on and i said cindy her she goes by cindy not dr kittridge she just goes by cindy so uh, i said cindy you're a unicorn oh <laughs> said, yeah you got you're kind of this <laughs> this egghead folklorist type that's you know, never really 
they're on a ranch up there and stuff, but she's pretty much retired from all the folklore, whatever curator job she's had and stuff. And, and, uh, but she totally understands the dynamics of being self-employed as a, as a creator, as a, uh, artist, craftsman, whatever. She's, I'm looking over here at a book that's a, that it's a collated book. I, I haven't actually read the whole thing. A lot of it I probably can't use at this point in my career, but I need to review some of that stuff. It must be an inch and a half thick. And it's all yeah, I... of the stuff that you need to, to know. And, and one of the things she, she said in this workshop, one of the big takeaways is you need to have an attitude of abundance. It took an attitude of abundance for you to hire Eli. Did it not? Well, yeah, absolutely. And and and, and we're not talking about an attitude and abundance of money, right? That's not that's not well, the abundance we're talking well, about. Money is only a small part of it. It's only it's a, just, a small yeah, part of it. Yeah. Uh it's 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 a can do attitude. It's a positive attitude, right? Is like I can do this and 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 if if in it is so so vitally important is is to to have that attitude as as a I have said many times I hate arrogance but I love confidence and and arrogance means I'm I think that I'm better than you I hate that but I love I absolutely can do that for you right I love that confidence and and uh and, and, and that doesn't mean that you're going to take every job that comes to you. you say, well, yeah, I can do that. that. That's not exactly what we're talking about. But but if it's fits in your fits in your lane, right? Stay in your lane, bro. If it fits in your lane. Yes, I can accomplish that for you. I can do it. And it, that 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 positiveness, that that energy um, translates and and goes out into everybody that you meet and, and have business with. And I, I couldn't agree with it more like that's that that's an air about you and that comes from that's part of your branding right social media when you got the pictures and stuff that are out there if you if you have an attitude of abundance a can-do attitude a positive attitude however you want to say it if you have that energy about you it's contagious people want to be a part of it absolutely it's it's it may even fit in to in some degree to what we talked about last week is that predatory nature that Eason talks about in his book is, mm -hmm. is that kind of awareness, uh, confidence, all mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. People want to be a part of that, that story when somebody walks mm -hmm. in the room and has that. That's why you get invitations to go to, the, what is it, the Bosque Center? Or, Bosque Art Center. Mm -hmm. Art Center. That's how those invitations come is because people want to hear your story they want to be a part of that story and i would well, i would and, say also too and and uh, and to your creativity you want to you want to uh, throw sticks on this fire of creativity and share your your creative nature yeah. your creative story with other people that's another part of uh and not be threatened by it not be threatened mm -hmm. by anybody uh copying what you're doing or whatever don't mm -hmm. give a shit about that stuff. You just mm -hmm. you just create, and if people love it and enjoy it, somebody copies it. I don't I don't have any any proprietary disposition to any of this stuff. Go for it. See if you can do it better mm -hmm. than I can. Yeah. And show me when you can. Yeah. 
and we'll all yeah. we'll all celebrate. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the kind of stuff nope. I think she's referring to as an attitude of abundance. Like yeah. there's instead of walking around, the visual I always use. You're walking around at a show, and you got your hand, your your pockets inside out, walking around. People, in some <laughs> way, from a figurative standpoint, have their pockets inside out every time yeah. they get out of bed. That is the opposite yep. of the attitude of of abundance, and it has nothing to do That's with exactly. how much money you have. It has nope. to do with what's going on inside your head. Uh, uh- that's exactly right. And and that, that's all business, right? That is all business. Anything that we're talking about. But I, so they, this, this Deb asked me, Deb's her name, asked me at the at Bosque Arson, can you come talk on May 4th? Well, what's going through my mind is, oh, hell no, I don't want to go stand up in front of a bunch of people, talk. I live a life of solitude, right? Only want to kindergarten again. And, and I just want to sit in my shop and work. What came out of my mouth was, hell yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be up there and see you guys. I can't wait to be there and share my story. What are you going to talk about, right? And and uh, that's what comes out of my mouth. That's the energy that comes out, and and that's an attitude of abundance. Now, that doesn't mean that I had to say yes, but what it did say is if I'd have said, well, oh, man, I don't know, let what do you, I'm not a very good talker and I, and I can't, I don't, I don't know what to say and I'm kind of boring. Who the hell wants to talk? She don't want to have to talk me into coming and talking. She just wants to know if I can or I can't. And it was recommended to her that I could. So why not? Is, is answer, if I, if I didn't want to, I said, man, I appreciate you asking me. Thank you so much, but I'm going to have to pass, right? That doesn't fit me too good. Like if she didn't want me to talk about rocket science or something like that, I was like, no, sorry, I ain't talking about that. But but by it's a communication back to the lady, or to your to your customer to your interaction of, of can or can't, right? It's you can say no with an attitude of abundance. No, thank you, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all good. Well, there's a lot to unpack with that. I've thought about that many times since then, and and uh, it's all all the stuff that I've had to learn over the years, and and being part of the TCA has been been a big part of it. Our inclination: you show up at the National Cowboy Museum in a fancy place and a fancy gallery, and everything's under glass, and you're the farm kid in me wants to go over in the corner and put my concrete shoes on and mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of take up space and stuff because you don't know if you belong or not and and uh, yeah so and to get have you feel the pressure of having to deliver a performance and I don't know if I can deliver a performance and all of this <laughs> is just the complete opposite of an attitude of abundance and confidence. And yeah. once you start eroding away yeah. The, yeah. the negative, the positive has a chance to gain some traction. Well, it's um, it's something that, like Katie and I within the family, work hard on the girls of, of having a positive attitude and believing that they can. And uh, that doesn't mean that you believe that you're great at it right now. You don't have to believe that you're great or that you're have an arrogance that you're better than everybody else, but have an attitude that you can accomplish it to the best of your ability. And you might fail at the moment. I, this may not, I may not give the best speech 
uh, speech tonight, right? But all I have to be is me, is have to share my story with the folks, answer questions, have some interaction with them, be personable, be a part of it. I'm not going to be Morgan, right? Morgan's a Toastmaster champion of the world. Willie ain't no Toastmaster champion of the world, but I can share me and I can share my world with them and and have a a safe environment, an attitude of abundance, and and, uh, I have a sneaking suspicion at the end of it, it'll be just fine. It'll be all right. Oh, it'll be awesome. So how long, how long are they going to have you on the hook there? She said, she said 20, 30 minutes, a little time for question Q&A afterwards, you know. Um, so the, the game plan is just um, quickly, which I don't do anything quickly, but quickly um, my, my upbringing, right, or up to my bits and spurs, only one in kindergarten all the way through to – Leaving Greg's and then and then starting this little Forrest Gump journey of feeling like you're going to run and and uh, <laughs> and and then becoming a part of the TCA talk talk about the TCA story and and uh, and then with time permitting and and uh, I'll be reading the crowd reading their interaction with the deal if they're all looking at their clocks trying to get out well we won't bore them too damn much but but share with where their journey's at today from uh being on the you know being on the cover of the journal trying to become relevant in today's market and uh, and and don't say that as a brag don't mean it as a brag but just hey this is what's going on and and this is what i'm trying to accomplish and and see what happens well it reminds me of that western heritage awards all this conversation Mm -hmm. that that we went to there what a couple years ago i think and mm-hmm. we got the award for the uh, special director's award from the board at the museum for TCAA and stuff. And of course, I drew the short straw on being having to accept the award. And on stage with same stage with Robert Duvall and George Strait and Reba McIntyre and yeah. Adrian Brannon and on all all that stuff. Rex Lynn, Patrick Wayne. Yeah. Bruce Box Lightner, all of that stuff, and uh, and Schwartzy. That was that was pretty <laughs> wild, wild and crazy night. I'll never forget that. That was, but then of course I yeah. I'd have been in trouble. I I wouldn't have even drawn the straw if I hadn't been for the Toastmasters deal. But but uh, mm. so yeah. Well, you could have been in Toastmasters and you could have been in Toastmasters and still sucked. But you didn't. Oh, You're yeah. great at speaking, and and you've done it over the last twenty years. Have been been in the group and delivered one one great speech after another. So of course you had to do it. And founding member tribute to the found that was you know that's part of the reasoning too. But but I had, I had, you were good at it. You're right, and I had to say I had to say yes, I can do that, and then yep, and then start self-regulating the emotions of crap i just say (laughs) i can't believe i said yes (laughs) you know i have to say one thing um of course i knew what what the deal was and and uh you know in front of what 1200 people and packed into that room all Mm -hmm. the fanciest clothes you can possibly imagine you got 
you got George on one side and Reba on the other and stuff. And, and, uh, so, so Mike, you know, Mike, uh, Nicola, a good buddy for many years, he, he's introducing me. So we peel out of there and come around to the backside where the catering folks were and Red Steagle was there and George Strait, which he and Roy Cooper and, uh, Bubba, <clears throat> his son, they must've been using a restroom back there or something. Cause it was, there, <laughs> there was no other reason for him to be back there. So we got to meet him and took a picture of Mike with George and stuff. And of course we had things to do. I had to go on and then they, they had me positioned over there on the other side. So I had to walk up those stairs. Well, uh -huh. R.W. Hampton did not want to get off the stage. No, he didn't. <laughs> I was waiting and waiting and waiting. Well, 20 feet away from me, here was uh, the table that George and his whole family, it was George Jr. and his right. wife Tamron and, and Norma was there. And right next to them in the yeah. next table over was Reba <clears throat> and her sister, I think, was there. And I'm. this mm. is the first time I'd seen these people when they weren't performing right. or in a photo or something. And I thought, hey, they eat just like I do. <laughs> They're just like me. Yeah. Yeah. And and so R.W., he's throwing on, on and on, and they're about ready to gong him off the stage and stuff, and finally he gets done, and I, and I thought, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So, <laughs> so it was fun. Well, Once you know, a lifetime deal. I had a comment. I, I had a comment on Facebook or a message that, that uh, the, it was, they said it's really nice the humanization of our podcast here, right? Is, is people realizing who we are and the struggles that we're doing and the, and the thinking that we're going on are like, golly, they're just like us. It, th th that's the world is small enough now through podcasts through, and your, your, your opportunity to be there in front of George and his family and Reba and all that. And we put those people up on big pedestals, but at the end of the day, all of us, are exactly the same. I don't care how damn famous you are, right? And and uh, and I, uh, I mean, I like George Strait. He's got issues that you and I, from a public standpoint, uh, have way different things to be concerned with. And there's security things, and and every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the world knows who the hell George Strait is. And so just to walk down the street and enjoy the day. He doesn't have that opportunity like you and I, and mm -hmm. and so there are you different things that. that he has to worry about. But yeah, no, me, I totally agree. I don't want it, but but it in private setting and relaxed deal when 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 he can just be himself, he's no different than us. Like a like a glass, a nice glass of tequila, and how the hell am I going to get better tomorrow? Right? And it's like yeah. he's just like the rest of us. Just yep. like the rest we, of us. Especially in our American society, boy, we elevate people onto pedestals. and, and uh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't need to be that way. And I've had I've had to learn all that stuff myself. Well, I mean, like I think I've said it before on the podcast, I thought college athletes were the top end of the echelon, right? And, and uh, the previous marriages had two stepsister-in-laws at full rides to play Baylor and got to hang around a lot of college athletes. And then Katie's brother played football at the University of Arkansas, D1 football, right? And so um, from my 20s until currently, I've been around 
world-class athletes and and i held them up high on a pedestal they all pulled their britches on the way we did at the end of the day and and me realizing they're absolutely no different than the great carrie schwartz or myself or anybody else right is like it 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 kind of made things a little easier for me to say hey that i can do that too and i think that's the that's the end result here what you and i are trying to say is is george Strait became george Strait because he worked his ass off and and yeah he's in a different position walking down the street than you and i but at the dinner table at the bedtime trying to figure out what the hell we're going to do to make ourselves better he had he had opportunities and he took advantage of them and we all have opportunities not all of them will be the same but we all have opportunities so are you going to take advantage of it and maximize your 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 efforts there and we all can it's all the same absolutely all about that attitude well, of do we go to abundance. work attitude of abundance which means i'm not do we go to work or do we i'm ready what do we do here it's thursday i gotta I got get this seat i got it cut out yesterday on this saddle i gotta get it designed border stamping pattern finish stamping a billet and i am it's all fun I, i'm happy i'm happy I, I'm about to uh, dive off into a new journey, not a new journey. I've done it before, but it's not something I do very often. And I'm going to do some chasing on a concho. I don't know that it's going to be repose work, but I, I, my dang sure might jump off into the repose a little bit and work both sides of the silver and create some things. It's going to be kind of fun. And as for our good friend, Natalie Bacon, and it's, a, it's, it's dang sure a cool bit. And, uh, so that, you know, that's going to be fun today. Get to carve on some silver. Big old thick piece of silver. Natalie loves thick, thick silver. She wants some 12-gauge silver. So that's 10 gauges is eighth inch, right? So it's just under just under eighth inch thick. And we're gonna, I'm going to beat around on it. May I get out my big hammer, see what happens. So, so is this something she's she's kind of nudged into, this idea? Or, or is it you just back and forth <clears throat> trying to figure it out or? what no she's nudged me into it well so so the tca bit uh i did a bit like this for the tca show a number of years ago and i i don't over five years ago and uh and she really liked it and and uh she says hey i let's do something like that that's the game plan right and uh and so uh i'm i'm basically doing that bit again different mouthpiece but but then um, uh, enhancing it for today's skill set, right? Making it a little bit better. So, so yeah, there. That's the that's the the base foundation. But what do you think about this, Natalie? You like this? Oh yeah, I like that better. Good. Here we go. All right. So she's got the drawings in the whole nine yards. I changed the concho up just a little bit. Change the scrolls up. There's some inlay scrolls, kind of pinstripe scrolls above and below. So change that up. It, Without them sitting next to each other, they'd probably look the same. Sitting next to each other, they're going, you can see the slight changes. I look forward to seeing those on pictures on social media. Social awesome. media, yeah, it's good. Hey, I've had a, I've had a, I've had a few folks saying, "When are you two going to get that on Apple, on the Apple Podcast?" And we uh, talked I mean, about video, and last time we're getting some. Pressure. People is it hard to go to Apple, like Apple Podcast? Apple podcast. 
Yeah, I I started. I guess. In fact, I got a I got an account on there. I started doing it, but I just ran into so many layers of getting subscriptions and right for this and for that, and I finally said, uh, "Hell with it! I'm gonna just go with, with what we got here." Do we have to pay for a subscription on Apple too? You have to pay for all I, that as I well. I might. I'm not sure. I'd have to. I can't remember now. So. I, I don't either. Like like the great Joe Rogan's not on Apple. He's just on Spotify. Of course, Spotify is paying him billions of dollars to stay on Spotify. But used to be able to find him on everything. Now it's just Spotify. But it's an exclusive deal. Well, yeah. Spotify is free. I mean, I, I don't. When you look at the the analytics page on all my little producer stuff on this uh, RSS feed is is the name of the outfit the platform where it distributes all of that to the different places. Spotify is the giant. It is it is yeah. multiple times bigger than Apple. I mean, than Apple you, on a graph you don't even hardly see Apple and Spotify. Is a there you go. Green line. So, so all you all you Apple people just learn how to use Spotify because everybody else is doing it. So that's cool, <laughs> right? I mean, do what everybody else is yeah. doing. <laughs> well, it's all good. I, I and they got the video up on Spotify somehow too. Like Joe Rogan, you can watch Joe yeah. smoke his pipe while he's talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he has in that pipe. Oh, hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> is that legal in texas now uh-uh i don't know how he no. does it in austin mm -mm. Yeah. maybe it's uh, medical maybe maybe he's medically yeah prescribed yeah, probably probably some medical provision but yeah wow you can i know i was reading something it states that have that medical deal boy it, the bar is pretty low it's pretty low it for medical reasons and it's it's a way to go yeah i mean it ought willie's lived here for however long right so he don't live here now will not this willie willie nelson the, the, the original the great yeah. the, the big willie the other day did he that's, yeah. that's awesome yeah they had a big party down there you didn't go to it willie no. didn't go to willie's birthday party willie Willie didn't go to Willie's birthday party. Willie saved my saved my bacon one time. That he was at Odessa when I was living in Midland. He was at Odessa at the Coliseum and uh, had a big concert. Me and the bride, the first experience, first bride. We went up there and watched it. And we came home. Tornado had hit our house, blew all the blue crap everywhere, broke windows and all kind of stuff. So I always say Willie saved me. I wasn't at home when the tornado hit. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hurt nothing but break some windows, but that was all good. Crunched the carport, blew my carport off. That was all good. Well, attitude of abundance. Let's go to work. Absolutely. Kick this deal in the butt. Good deal. Well, take care, my friend. Have a good one. Appreciate you. Yep, yep you too.